0: Roxo Media House. Forty-three with Let's three uh, Ray's watching volleyball. <laughs> I guess that's a huge win.
1: Fans, welcome to post game beers. We are the Lupton Drinking Club. My name is Kyle Malloy at YLMK. Joining me this evening is all of us. We are yeah. in the Flying T Studio. Marty. Let's go! Let's go! We've got JD Sailor That JD Sailors, Jacob Sailors, Crazy Ray Cartwright this at Ray Cartwright, S- the Sultan of <laughs> yeah. Stat.
2: Ray wants his followers too. <laughs> the Sultan of
1: Stat, Martin Guerrero.
2: We're all here. I think I've gotten like maybe three followers ever since mk's been announcing my twitter handle in the intro so nice yeah so you'll Maybe have to start announcing ray's twitter handle too so he can get the same three followers get mm. that uh 0.1
3: yeah. boost in followers right. it's <laughs> just ray cartwright right at I mean,
2: ray cartwright and martin right. doesn't want anybody to follow him in yeah. fact if you are Please following martin follow unfollow him <laughs> yeah now. Un-
1: unfollow me now <laughs> i specifically don't say martin because he's trying to be hidden yeah.
2: yeah what's up boys good to be back
3: it does. It feels really good to be back in studio. It feels like it's been forever.
2: Yeah, it's awful quiet in here right now.
1: We had a routine it's of every
2: big. Sunday evening, yeah.
1: maybe maybe Monday nights, you know, we get together, talk about all those wins that TCU baseball racked up, and, uh, and now we get to talk about TCU football. It's pretty fun.
2: <sighs> football is so fun. Are you having fun? I'm having fun.
1: I'm having a blast. Man,
2: even if they, like, okay, so what do we have, five games left? If we drop a couple... I'm still going to be having a time of my life this season, man. God. What? Stop talking about losing. I'm not. I'm not saying. Enjoy. <laughs> I mean, look, if they. Martin, get that's how. Uh, that's yeah, so Parker well, of
3: them. If we you got listen through to- the month,
2: right? This month has been hell. It was stressful yeah. going into every week. Like, man, this could be the week. Uh, Oklahoma State, they're tough. You know, I really didn't think much of. I, I assumed a loss for OU. And then I really didn't worry about Kansas at all. I don't care if they were undefeated game day or whatever. Which
1: is wild considering their trajectories this year. Oklahoma going down, Kansas actually playing well. Yeah,
2: but, I mean, I would still love to see – and this is kind of probably getting into talking points, but I would still love to see that whole Kansas game without getting bamboozled by a backup because we were kicking Jalen Daniels' ass. Yeah. But, you know, neither here nor there. But then you go, okay, well, that that was a fun two weeks. Man, Oklahoma State, they're good. They got Spencer Sanders and – But we're at home, so let's just see. I was thinking, like, coin flip game, right? And, you know, we won the coin flip. We won in overtime. It was literally a coin flip game. And then it's like, okay, this is fun. It can't end now. We have to beat K-State. Have to. There's no way we can lose to K-State, right? Well, we didn't. So now what do we do? Oh, we got West Virginia. (laughs) Man, I'm chilling this week. I'm not stressing at all. I don't care about letdown. But hey, Jacob, shit. it's
1: a it's a trap game. It's I don't. A, it's a trap not game. Not for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he does. <don't. laughs> like, I, I I I cannot stress at all. Yeah. And if they lose, well, ain't my fault.
1: <laughs> we went into the season thinking seven and five would be pretty good Speak for, some for yourself, guys. son. Uh, for sure. Eight eight we were four. like eight to ten wins. Yeah, I said eight out, to ten, brother. Yeah. I said eight yeah. was
2: bare minimum. I said Come eight on. is bare minimum. Yes. Yeah.
4: Eight We're, was like the, the... Eight was expected. Yeah, eight and eight then was ex- 10 was like best
2: case. Because I sat there with uh, Landry Bowden, and, and I said, man, convince me why this team can't win nine games. Oh, you know, we got to calm down. We got to temper expectations. <laughs> and and I, I was like, I kind of want to argue with him on this. I don't think we need to temper expectations. Because my stance has been, for the last three years, yeah. that we have the talent. The coach is in the way. Yeah.
4: Last year, we... Last year before the season we said we should win 10 games. Yes. We brought ba- we brought back basically everybody but the coaching staff
2: and minus Sack Evans.
4: And I and I said why shouldn't we win 10 games? Yeah. And
2: I, dude, it's go listen to our preview podcast. It's it's all on record.
1: I listened to it once. I guess I'll have to go back and listen
2: again. I said 8 8 was minimum for me.
1: This is a plug for the Lupton Beers post game Beers
2: podcast. I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember MK um, over the summer when tech was all mad about tickets and stuff. And
1: dude, dude, they're still, they are still mad. They're
2: still mad. And you said, you know, it's kind of funny that we're going back and forth when really both of our teams are going to be like fighting for seventh place in the conference. And I wanted to say right then, like, dude, no, come on. We're going to be so good this year. We have to be, we have no other option.
1: After four years of uh, mediocrity, I think I, I fell into a, a hole, Right. That's and yes. uh, it took Max Duggan, took some some cue, um, took some Kendra Miller to Garrett kind, of, Riley. kind of pull me out of that that deep hole, and, and that's where we are. Yeah, I so. kept
2: telling people, man, stop letting Gary break your brains and thinking we're, we're just fucked, because that's kind of the way the team has looked the last few years, but that guy's not here anymore. He's not here anymore.
1: He lives in Austin, Texas. We
2: win games now
1: guy's <laughs> the, the
3: limit and we make adjustments on the fly
2: <laughs> yeah like i, I really want to see this team go in and play a full game with the game plan they had going in and I, not have to adjust you're right
1: i feel like either the first half goes well or the second half but we haven't had a full four quarters of-
3: uh i would i would i would push back on that one Oklahoma was a full, yeah. complete Oklahoma game. They throttled player. back in the second half. Yeah, they yeah. could have named their score in that. They yeah.
2: really could have. I mean, I think they had, they had what, 48 at halftime? And- Do you
3: think
1: Sonny pulled back in the second half?
2: I, yeah. I don't think he pulled back, but I think he played When you guys see
3: too. Sam Jackson running right. out there in the fourth <laughs> quarter, I believe like that's pulling. Sam Jackson
2: to run slow or anything. Yeah. You know? it, it was – everybody's going to play, you know. But,
4: but he wasn't calling the touchdown plays. Hey, yeah. play, your, play your B game, son.
2: No, he <laughs> no, was not. definitely trying to run the clock out. But he, but yeah. he called he the dogs saying, off. He saying, like, I'm going to call this inside draw, and I want to score a touchdown on it Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: He's not telling them to not go right. score. It's just, yeah. you know, you put in these – you put in your second team, yeah, even third team at that point. Yeah,
2: opening up the secret playbook in the second half. Right. Yeah. anything, But, yeah.
3: What's that little Giants play that they would uh, Annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah, you're not calling that <laughs> in the fourth.
1: <laughs> That's coming <sighs> out against Baylor, hopefully.
2: So, anyway, it's fun, But, no, back to my original point about, I mean, it's unreasonable to expect any team in America to go 12-0, and 13-0. So
3: Unless you're like Alabama or Ohio State.
2: How many undefeated teams has Alabama even really had? Seems like every year they drop a game, and then they go on and win hmm. the SEC championship, and it's been a couple for I think sure. But I think it's probably a lot less than you think.
1: The Sultan of Stats is right on this. Yeah, let's, let's Martin, hear it. Uh, I'm going Remember
2: how many undefeated, undefeated seasons that
4: I think. Saturday. I think like when they lose a regular season game, they go on to win, and the, they usually win always win the Natty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when they go undefeated, like they lose like a playoff game or something. <laughs> That's just what I feel.
1: Well, I can that, pull it that's up. What the, that's what the sold in the set feels. But yeah, yeah. no. It's a, um, it's a, it's a the, feeling. The point game. is,
2: it's going to be a fun season. I, I think, okay, if we go 0 3 against Texas, Texas Tech and Baylor, I'll be kind of upset. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> that would suck so hard. <laughs> okay. Mar- it was Martin that told me real quick. Martin said, uh, I think it was when after Oklahoma State. He's like, see, I don't even know if it's a good season yet because we could still lose to Texas, Baylor, and Texas Tech. <laughs> I mean, there yeah. are three Man, It's right. true, that's though. The truth. So, I mean, yeah.
1: there are seasons when we beat Texas and were terrible, like yeah. last year. We, it, well, we beat Baylor. Or beat Baylor. It, it feels good, right? It feels yeah. good. We're like, hey, that made the whole season worth it. All right, guys. And then losing to
4: Texas <laughs> sucked because they does. sucked last year. Yeah.
2: Nick Saban took over in 2008. This is the year of our Lord 2022. In that span, how many undefeated seasons... Three.
3: Alabama hat. I'm gonna go. You're uh, you're gonna be like Norm Hitzkis here,
2: and I'm gonna. It's gonna be hits.
1: like one. No, it's it's more. it's way more than that. I'm gonna say. Five. I'm gonna I'm say, say three. Th- wait, undefeated throughout the entire yeah, season. Zero. Yeah.
2: zero in the loss column.
1: One. T- I think it's. You said three, two or three. I think it's
2: four. MK got it. Okay. Oh, nice.
1: But
4: I, I think there's Doesn't more. Doesn't
2: feel like they've had more, though? <clears throat> yeah. I think it's. More I know Ray was sandbagging over there. Because <laughs> in four, uh, I, I think
4: there's more where they went undefeated in the regular season and then either lost the SEC championship game or lost in the playoff.
2: Oh, you know what? I was looking at the tie column. There's actually only been four seasons that they haven't had a tie. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> have they had any ties? They have had no ties. Okay, I was going to well, say. You can't tie well. anymore. Can't the tie the last tie they them. had was back in 1981. That's right. Yeah. Took away their uh, 10 win season that tie. Bear Bryant must have been pissed. I feel like if there were ties
1: allowed, TCU'd have a shit ton of them. How so? Just, you know, we get to overtime, can't score, they can't score, defensive holds, everything happens.
2: Have goes. we ever had a crazy overtime game? I feel like I We've can't think of one that went Oregon? Past three. That was three.
4: It's mm. not crazy. Didn't we have, like, a triple overtime against Tech? Or yeah, something? A,
2: hey, what I'm was the, uh, three, the three Baylor? We had, a, we had Baylor. Baylor three, yeah. The weather.
1: Best?
2: Two. Two. But no familiar. way that was. You're saying crazy
1: yeah. in terms of more than like Yeah, a, like, like five, like five over seven. Okay. So, six like, I was going to say Oklahoma State was a crazy overtime game. Rules. but yeah.
2: that was, Sure. You're, you're just I mean, saying in terms of. Like, yeah, like five, six overtime. Like
4: Texas A&M, LSU.
1: Yeah, not even that crazy.
2: Let's just say more than three. When was the last time TCU played an overtime game more than three?
1: Well, now they stopped it.
2: They've stopped it, yes. And I was so scared of that. We didn't talk about that after that episode. I was dreading going to a two-point conversion contest. Because you talk about just a flip of a coin. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, there's no settlement of who the better team is.
4: Do you remember when, who was it, like, Illinois and, like, Wisconsin or Penn something? Penn State, right?
2: Yeah, it was like a nine. No, overtime. Penn State Indiana, wasn't it? No, it was, it was Illinois. It was Illinois, somebody. Penn, I think it was Penn State. I'm pretty sure they were involved. When was that? So the last and was the two years was, ago. And years? the score last was season, like
1: 16 to 15 yeah. or something yeah, like and that. They were like
2: eight overtimes.
1: Yeah. So I just remember what 49 49, like LSU AM. Yeah. That was a couple years ago.
2: And that's what got the rule changed. Yeah. Because it basically exhausted both that teams. That was probably
1: the last crazy.
2: Yeah.
4: The the one that Illinois went, I think it was like nine overtimes. So they go for two, but they only get one point.
2: Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: But it's weird.
2: <laughs> I mean, sure. At that point, and you're the, you're so just basically changing the whole game anyway. Yeah. So so that
4: was uh, they just couldn't score.
2: Yeah. Nobody was make. And one when a team would finally make one, the other yeah. team would get in. Yeah. and Keep it going. You'd
4: get four downs to go like two yards, and they just couldn't.
2: Yeah. No, you only get one play. Oh, you only get one you play. Get one play. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, enough scatter shooting, right?
1: Do you guys want to talk about Kansas State?
2: Let's talk about Kansas, Kansas State.
1: Okay, so they go up 28 Kansas to 10. State. Kansas State goes up 28 to 10 with Will Howard at the helm. Um, they score 21 points in seven minutes of game time in the second mm-hmm. quarter. And I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, as a fan.
2: Yeah, what was everybody's feelings? I didn't start, start with you, MK. What, so what, what were you feeling at 28 10?
1: I did not feel good. I did not feel good at all. Um, I knew that we were a better team than that. So I felt confident that we could make a push, but when they looked that good on offense and then stopping, you know, max and and the team on defense, like I I, I thought, okay, we can't do this twice in a row.
2: Why not independent events?
1: I understand that. (laughs) But it back-to-back, back, you're thinking, I've already had one awesome day so, okay, so, in my life a week ago. Right. There's no way this happens again. But
2: because of Oklahoma State, I was saying, all right, fuck it. 28-10, get a stop here, get the ball and score before half. Let's roll. At that all point, right.
1: what, was the, uh, what was the money line at that point?
2: I, I, was, sitting, I was sitting next to Martin in the game. I, uh, what, wasn't I saying it the whole end of the okay. second quarter? So I was it's, like, it's let's just score before half. half. We get the ball. It's
4: 28-10. Yeah. It's to 10. I'm not saying anything because I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> and he's like... I think we had just pun it or something and he's like, man,
2: well, okay, so... Th- you know,
4: we lose this game. We're It's not over. We still make it to the Big 12 I Champions probably did game. say that. Yeah. But he's, like, <laughs> he's,
2: like, he's like, we just okay, got to okay, be Okay, so tenses. here's the thing. So Hold on. So it's funny. Some That's context. actually a really
1: good description of Jacob because I can see him say the exact R- yeah, same yeah. thing. Instant <laughs> <rationalization>, <laughs> yeah, instant rationalization. Absolutely.
2: we <laughs> yeah. <Yeah. This> <laughs> fine, okay? Yeah, 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 we're no, no like, one like, freak out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah nobody... I like nobody handles a loss better than I do because I'm immediately just coping. Yeah. He's just like... Coping, rationalizing. I'm a normal person. No, there's some context to this. So, TCU gets the ball down. 28-10, and this is when I'm like, all right, if we score here, because I'm assuming it's gonna be the last drive before half. So, okay, go get a touchdown here, and then we're good. Well, we didn't, we punted. So I assume, well, okay, that's gonna it's gonna be 28-10 or worse at halftime. But then K K State quickly goes three and out, we get the ball back, and now I'm like, okay, fuck it. We still have a couple minutes. Let's go get a touchdown here. Yeah. Now we're back. If we get a score before half, we're back. Yeah, we're good.
4: That was <clears throat> so yeah, he was like, we just got to beat Texas and, you know, we can yeah. make
2: the three weeks <laughs> in advance. It's important he's like, to note <laughs> that he's like,
4: he's like, hey, man, we still go to Sugar Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: and I'm, just, I'm just like, sure. I'm just like, I wasn't really saying it, But I was assuming just we weren't going like, to get the ball back. So that's important I, context. At that
4: point, I was not ready to give up on the zero in the last column. And I'm just like, look, man, we just, we just got to score. I'm more worried about us, like why we're not scoring than, than yeah. you know, giving up points. And then, yeah, we, we score to end the second half, and we're like, yeah, we're going to win this game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As soon as that ball went in the air to Wiley, and I saw him wide open, I said, that's yeah. it. We get the ball back before K-State even sees the ball again. It's going to be, what, 11-point game? Whatever. Whatever it was.
3: At that moment of the punt, I was uh, checking the run sheet to see what we do for Frogs today if we lose.
2: yeah. That's the thing, man. When we do lose a game, if we lose a game, I'd be excited to see how Carter Boys handles that. And like I don't know. I don't want to see. Because I right. keep watching Carter Boys and I say, wow, this episode would suck <laughs> big time if we like we're like three and three. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
3: I'm glad you said that. Next for next week's pod, y'all make all mental note. We're gonna review Carter Boys.
2: We yeah, and I'm caught up. I watch them as soon as right. they get released on Thursdays. Yeah, if you don't know about Carter Boys yet, it's on ESPN Plus. It comes out at about six six thirty on Thursday nights, so check that out. It's really the ESPN's producing it, but it's the TCU creative team that puts it all together. So we've actually had some them national
1: writers kind of plug it and say, "Hey, this yeah. is a great show." It's
2: fucking great. It's even better when you're seven and zero. So something we were talking about before we hit record was, I'm so sick of backup quarterbacks, man. Like, you know, a lot of people like we're taking a, we're taking a lot of hits from national media because. They think we're getting lucky by having to play backups. Oh. I see it the other way around. I think it's super unlucky because we've been going. We've been saying it since Kansas is. You prepare for one quarterback. He comes out. The backup's a completely different style. Now you're having to put together a whole new game plan on the fly, and you've seen that now twice with two different quarterbacks. Now Spencer and I, Sanders played the whole game, and oh, you didn't matter.
3: Oh, but Spencer Sanders was hurt.
2: Yeah, everybody can. <laughs> you still be <laughs> in
4: Texas hurt?
2: Turn off the recorder so I can say how I feel about these people on Twitter right now, because I am so sick and tired of hearing this shit. No, and, let them have and, it. No, I'm so let sick. Let it of rip. Like, No, man. No, I'm over here trying to have a good time. Let's go I viral. Need, I, I don't need people in my app saying, stop having fun because you're only winning because you're playing against injured people. The best yes, thing. So, if you had a magical robotic team that never had injuries, they'd probably be pretty good. They uh-huh. would win a lot of games. But guess what? Injuries happen to all teams. So...
3: Yeah, we're still technically playing with our backup quarterback. Yeah. People are upset
1: because they're losing. Yes. And because they suck at recruiting quarterbacks. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, also, Will Howard beat us. Yeah. He beat TCU. He beat Max Duggan.
2: Dude can throw the ball.
1: He was amazing. I was uh, standing on the sidelines during it, and the dude can spin it. I was worried because I'm like, okay, so we were worried about Adrian Martinez, and then Will Howard, legs. Will Howard. Will Howard comes in, he's getting first downs with his legs and with 20 plus he, yard. He's passes. dropping times. I, I missed.
2: I missed the episode last week. Were you guys really worried about Adrian Martinez?
1: Uh, I mean, Adrian Martinez plus Deuce. Okay. Those, I can give you that. those two together. So well, what we what said... combination, okay, well, Not, we not to him to specifically him. as a quarterback, was, but those two together have some chemistry. What was the right?
2: consensus view? So,
3: limit, you know, cut the 60-yard explosive plays. Okay. Just limit him to 20-yard runs.
2: Yeah, that's basically what I was saying is if Adrian Martinez had played that whole game, I would have seen this game as... We would, it would have been frustrating for us to score, and we would have been annoyed we're kicking field goals or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would be saying, well, at least our defense is keeping us in it. You know, K State hadn't scored in four possessions. Oh my God, there goes an 80 yard run. And now we're only up three because yeah. <laughs> we keep selling for field goals, and they mm-hmm. just broke off an explosive play.
3: Man, uh, speaking, I'm glad you said field goals. <clears throat> it would have been, it's impossible. It was impossible that game to kick a field goal with the wind. Yeah, the wind so go was for it. just insane, which makes. Yeah. There in the third quarter, I don't know what the K State coach was thinking. Now he was I trying get it. To
2: hold on to a lead. He wasn't trying to really. Nah.
3: Put, we ju- we just the hurt Will Howard, so he had his third string quarterback in coming in for a fourth and two. But you're going into the wind. Yeah. I don't know why you kicked that field goal.
2: Okay. It, it, it didn't have a chance from the get go. Sure. Yeah. Don't kick the field goal. Um. And credit to um Sunny for going for it for so many times. But why the hell are you? having your third string quarterback in there and you run this long developing play action pass where he now has to throw completely to the other side of the field and the ball traveled in the air like 30 yards but only went like 5 yards downfield cuz he's yeah. throwing to the complete opposite side of the field and Hodges Tomlinson's like okay, okay. <laughs> thank you <laughs> or was that was that the um, was that the Bud Clark pick? I think that was the Bud Clark pick. Either way, it was just gift wrapped it for us. And so people you know, was K-State that the on Twitter was that the like,
3: backups the third string yes. quarterbacks first throw yes uh, so
2: I'm like why the hell are you doing this to your third string guy so you got these K State fans on Twitter like well it's our third string quarterback and I said well blame your coach for calling for calling such a ridiculous play there
1: for nine seasons he played at North Dakota State or coached at North Dakota State and Client? that uh, yeah and that uh, if if I remember correctly that's inside of a dome so kicking mm. you know you can kick the ball wherever you want
2: but don't they go on the road. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think they have pretty bad weather up in North Dakota. <laughs> whatever. I mean, he made some look, bad decisions. Listen, you can be mad about injuries or whatever if you're a K State fan, but the fact of the matter is, your team had a 28-10 lead, yeah. and in under 10 minutes of gameplay, you were losing 31-28. I don't care how injured you are; that's just getting your ass kicked.
1: So let's talk about um, Gillespie and his adjustments. Let's not even the second half. He started at what 10. Minutes left yeah, in, the, mean, in the second quarter? Let's see. And their they last... never scored after that? They did not score a point after, what was it? A, uh, 10 minutes left in the second yeah, quarter. I
2: got it. Yeah, 8.09 remaining is when... Eight minutes left in the second Deuce quarter. When Vaughn ran for 47 yards.
1: 38 minutes with zero points allowed. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. Obviously, that it, it helps when your offense turns it on, you know, at the same time. Exactly. But... So you can't, you can't say, hey, the defense won this game. The offense won this game. But the fact that they held them to nothing, nothing. even with the missed field goals.
2: 83 yards, 84 yards. Incredible. And um, I'll, I'll tell you, you, know rewatching the game last night, Kendra Miller got that thing started. Because mm-hmm. we were backed up. This was like the last drive. I was like, all right, well, screw it. I guess we can score here. But we're backed up to the five. Kendra Miller breaks off, what, like a 45-yard run, gets us across midfield.
4: Yeah, remember the uh and then we're rolling was like after third that. and like twenty-three or something. He gets
2: exactly was, 23. It was, it was third and sixteen and he got seventeen. Was it a screen um, pass? So they did yeah. a screen pass. I wasn't sure if it debarcado or
1: Miller, but yeah. Was yeah, Kendra
2: Miller to uh forty eight yard run to the K State forty three with <sighs> three. Ray's watching volleyball. I guess that's a huge win. That's a that huge a win. One. So okay.
1: so let's announce it no live on the pod.
3: TCU came back, reverse sweeps Kansas, three sets to two. Just, I mean, that's an so absolute How many injuries to Kansas have? <laughs> 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 they,
2: they had their
1: backup setter win. in. Cap- okay, Both captains so, were out.
2: Okay, so <laughs> fake win. Stop being happy now.
1: So reverse sweep. So, so Kansas, Kansas goes up
2: two to nothing?
3: Yeah, they go up yeah. two sets to nothing, and then TCU wins the final three sets.
4: So, Kansas was at the top of the Big 12 standings? They're
3: uh, towards the top. They're top four, okay. I believe. So, like, uh, middle of
2: the pack? Okay. No, I mean. <laughs> I'm kidding. We have three. Big, big 12, 12 has like three teams. teams. Yeah, three teams don't even have volleyball. <laughs>
3: I will say, big t- the Big 12 has three teams ranked in the top 15. No, they're good, man. I, yeah. I,
2: let me Without even looking at it, I would guess Texas is elite. Yep, um, number two in the country. Number two in the country. We've seen the alma mater live. I mean, on the it's plot? not number one. It's probably like <laughs> um, UCLA or something. Baylor. Um, okay, yes, Baylor. 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 King of the fringe sport for now, we're and then uh, Texas
1: Tech um, is right above us.
3: Texas, te- uh, they're right below us.
1: No, I thought. Um, I thought Tech is right above us because we're above. They're West three, Virginia. They're and three and five
3: in conference. We're five and three. Sorry, Iowa State. Iowa State. Then Kansas. Yeah.
4: And then us.
2: Yes. There was a time we were pretty good at volleyball when I was an undergrad. I don't, I don't <laughs> was know not since Big Twelve no.
3: play. I did re, Yeah, we'll talk about that later. I do remember
2: <laughs> I do remember beating number one Texas one year. That that was back when they played in the rec center. Before they played in the Schomeyer. So they packed the rec center <laughs> and it was crowded and loud in there. Yeah,
3: dude. It would get a loudy route loud, and proud in there.
1: So in the so in the third quarter we had a third and seventeen screen pass to yep. Kendra Miller. There were ten minutes left. That was an absolutely massive first down. I, I tweeted completion. this last
2: night while I was rewatching. Kendry Miller outplayed Deuce Vaughn. Now, he Deuce did. Vaughn might be hurt or whatever, but Kendry Miller had to come out of the game at some point, maybe in the first half. He was hobbling off, and they were talking about, "Oh, can't lose this guy." So, I mean, everybody's banged up, man. You're eight eight weeks into the season now, so so. But it, the, Miller outplayed Deuce Vaughn. I wasn't so, planning maybe, on
1: going in this direction, but obviously, you lose Zach Evans, five star recruit. Uh, he plays Kendrick's great. Better. Yeah, I was like, what, we got Kendrick, what I'm saying yeah. is, like, it's weird that there's no drop off whatsoever, right? It, it was may, that way last you know, year, too. That, that happens, obviously, because you have a different play caller. You've got different plays. They're not giving Zach the, the ball the entire game. But they didn't,
2: they didn't do that last year. At the same
1: though. time, it's yeah. pretty awesome to watch, like, hey, we just lost this massive guy. Whoa, and like, even you know,
2: last year, I'm like, all right, Zach Evans is missing like 70% of gameplay, it seems like, but there's no real drop off with Kendra. Like yeah. I thought, I thought maybe uh, Zach was better in the passing game, yeah. But we never threw him the ball anyway. Kendra is so. big, man.
1: I see him playing in the NFL. He's like a uh, like a Marshawn Lynch, that's what I'm Marion Barber type. He's runner a bag. big
2: dude, but he's yeah. got incredible balance. He's got great vision. Yeah, I like I that lo- comparison I love, of Marion Barber. When he's going down, he just puts his hand on the ground yeah. and gets another seven yards. So it's amazing. I
1: saw a stat today: the most missed tackles per twenty runs, or something, or I don't even some garbage thing, but. He has the most in the Big 12, yeah. right, um, over uh, B. John Robinson. You he's know, just, he's missing tackles left and right.
2: He's really so, good, man. Yeah. He's really good. Um, Jared Wiley is another guy I want to talk about.
1: I've heard <laughs> of him now, and most TCU fans have heard of him now. He had an incredible game. Tons of passes thrown, him, thrown his way. As a Chiefs fan... I'm a fan of tight ends because I love Travis Kelsey, and he reminded me of Kelsey. He is always wide ass open. Do
2: you remember middle of field? Do you remember the guy that played for SMU last year? He was a uh, transfer from Oklahoma who kept Mm -hmm. producing stud tight end after stud tight end. But this guy transferred to SMU, and I'm like, how the fuck are we going to stop this guy? And the answer is, we really didn't. That guy he killed us. And I started, how come we can't get a guy like this? And now that we do have one, what the hell is Texas doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like <laughs> he's already, he's already got more catches this year. I'm pulling up the stats. I looked at him yesterday, but I think I saw he has more catches this year than he's had in his whole career combined. Definitely more touchdowns. I have to confirm that stat, but, um, okay. So he has 12 receptions this year. He's had 19 in his career, but he has four touchdowns this year and three in his, in the, in his time at Texas. He played from Texas 2019 to 2021 and they basically did not use him. And I, I just think going forward, he's going to be a bigger part of the offense because if you're covering QJ and you're covering Darius and you're covering Tay Barber, you know, assuming all these Savion, guys are on, yeah, and then, is- and then you got to you got to you're going to have to have somebody kindred out of the backfield if he's not staying in the block. Who the hell is covering Jared Wiley?
1: Nobody. In Even this if game. you
2: focus, yeah, dude, seven catches. No, okay, hold on. Mm, what do he do this game? I don't have it up in front of me. Anyway, he was amazing. So I wanted to shout him out. Uh, really, really excited about him going forward. He had nine catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown.
3: That's his second big. He was big against uh Oklahoma State, too. He
2: had two catches for 23 yards, but one very important touchdown catch. And yep.
3: he was also wide ass open on that Quentin Johnson touchdown, uh, uh-huh. in overtime. They could have easily, if Quentin was covered, just gone to him. He for sure.
2: was wide ass well, that's open. my point like, like if you're going to cover all these other guys who the hell is going to cover jared wiley
1: anybody besides you know kendra uh jared or I mean, q didn't have a great game he had, a, he had an awesome game with the touchdown but you yeah know, any so, other guys that went up you want a point So out?
2: real quick on q like his first target of the game was a drop and he was like shaking his finger i was worried that he like broke his fingers remember mm-hmm. and then his second target was a drop now he's kind of struggled dropping the ball from time to time but i was worried he was injured But then, uh, yeah, he got that long bomb and then – what else did he – I think it was basically just that one play, right? He he had had that – obviously
1: the longest one for the touchdown was was bigger. Um, He had a couple throws. He did have a couple over the middle. Yeah.
2: Now that I'm thinking back on it. Um, How
1: about Darius Davis?
3: One, okay, he opens the game with that huge touchdown catch. But he also uh, made that catch on that – it was a huge conversion on third down where he had a defender draped all over him. Across the middle. Um, yep. I forget what the down or the distance was on third down, but that was huge.
2: Yeah. Um, I need to see him get more targets, honestly.
1: I think the one thing that uh, is a little concerning is we had a lot of interesting and crucial third and fourth downs, you know, in this game. And so it would have been nice to, to for have them play their normal offense where we're not doing that on third down. Well, but I think did a
2: really good job in the run overall. Yeah.
1: I think that happens so, whenever you play a good defense. Yeah, Kansas
2: State's got
3: a good defense.
2: Yeah, um, they were just rushing for, dropping five people back. I'm, and yeah, they they did a good job in the run game. Um, really, the whole first half we had trouble getting going. So, but once we got going, we couldn't be stopped. So it was nice to see. I mean, this team has not scored fewer than thirty eight points all season in any game. So, that's incredible. Yeah, it's, and that's and that's with some really cold halves. You know, like Oklahoma yeah. State, Kansas, K, K- State. <laughs> so it's pretty we've nice, man. It's it's fun to watch. We've speak. already
4: played the the top two defenses in the Big Twelve,
2: right? Yeah, the uh, Iowa State. Sub Iowa State. Oh, but you it's just really have to get thirteen on them and you're gonna win the game.
1: Right. So we've been talking about good defenses. What about bad defenses like West Virginia?
2: Are we uh moving into that?
1: <laughs> We're there.
2: Do you uh, Is there Do anything else ta- on K State? Do you all wanna take a break? Yeah, I was gonna say we can take a break
1: take a break we'll come back uh after this quick um break. minute with post game beers Dug and play action to throw it looking left deep balls got quick johnson breaking free Get there paul it does here's johnson for the five touchdown hit the board 55
2: Welcome back to Post Game Beers with the Lepton Drinking Club. Coming to you live from the Roxo Media House at the Flying T Studios. Good to be back. Say that again. Yes, uh, we, just, we just finished covering K-State and uh, just kind of recapping where TCU sits right now. Uh, we'll get into West Virginia in a minute, but first we'll turn it over to Ray and, let, and let's hear some Ray's World.
3: Ray's World. All right, boys. So quickly, I want to touch in on TCU soccer. Um, since we've last discussed them, um, last week, last Thursday, disappointing loss, Pro- easily their worst loss. You of the year. You sounded
2: very sad on Twitter.
3: Oh my God. I try, you know, <laughs> I intentionally just posted the final score. Yeah, I, yeah, it was, yeah. That was definitely a bit, but, but I mean, it was like,
2: after, I know I noticed and it was right after you, uh, you were like, oh, hell yeah, um, what, Texas Drew. Yeah, the, man, like, dude, times that's... times are good. <laughs>
3: and that's what made it so disappointing, and the uh, the girls knew it, too, at halftime, so... So,
1: real quick, this is the first Big 12 loss for the girls. The first Big 12 loss, yep.
3: Um, only their s- third loss on the year. That's right. Uh, so, at halftime, you know, they're up one uh, one nothing, and... Of course, one nil, one nil. Uh, everyone knows <laughs> that Texas drew, they drew Iowa State, and Iowa State's the worst team in the Big 12. So,
1: a draw allows us to pick up points if it does. TC it, and we wins could have picked up
3: two points on Texas, which would have been massive because they're down by two or three, they're down by three right now. Um, so we would have had a chance if to win if we won out to outright win the Big 12, right? They dropped that game. Texas actually gains a point on TCU, and so you're going into Sunday. You just, you know, they always say you want a quick turnaround, kind of put that out of your mind. Luckily, TCU got that, went down to Waco, just blew right by them. Um, If you want to hear a funny story real quick about that, I was, uh, during pregame warmups. I was standing off to the side of the goal maybe, you know, five or ten feet or so. I was talking to Jay, who uh, works with Frogs today. And, we, you know, we were just talking. I kind of had my back to the goal, and one of these girls lets one rip. Like, just, you know, they're doing shooting drills. Beeline hits me in the side of the head. (laughs) They didn't like that article you wrote. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I I was joking with them after the game. I was like, I didn't think it was that negative at (laughs) all. It's like I had to enter concussion protocol after that. <laughs> Luckily, I cleared before the podcast, so. Um, yeah. I, would, got, I would
1: disagree with the uh, physician's assessment. <laughs>
3: <laughs> got the win there, so that sets up a huge matchup tomorrow night. Um, right now, they're tied with Texas Tech for second in the Big 12.
1: So, okay. best case scenario, they finish second, they beat Texas Tech?
3: Best case scenario is uh, Texas outright loses to Oklahoma tomorrow night hey that can happen and it can it <laughs> it certainly can
4: red river shootout, and if yeah.
3: tcu wins then they the share the, the big 12 regular season title despite Ugh. the game that they played despite the game that they played and i big, mean because texas would have dropped a big game too. 12
2: tie
1: rules i love them
2: hold on so <laughs> how'd we do against texas uh we drew them okay uh
1: so, so real quick going back to oklahoma you were there i was what went wrong
3: Man, they just kind of—we've seen this uh, before out of this team in the second half. I don't know their quarterback. I mean, yeah, no, there was no injuries. (laughs) Fake win. Gracie (laughs) Bryan didn't go down this time. Who would be kind of, uh, I guess, kind of the quarterback, but um, this one, it was just—I think they sometimes lose focus. It was kind of sloppy passing, turnovers, and the the defense really was a letdown.
2: It, um, A lot of nap fodder. In the they, uh,
3: you know, I said in my article that this was the most dominant loss you'll see all year, because if you just look at the stat sheet uh, without knowing the score, you were like, "Oh, TCU easily wins this game. They out corner kicked them, fifteen to one. They outshot them."
2: Well, they, you got to put them in and keep them out. Y-
1: that is usually the goal. Uh, All right. So, Lady Frogs are 10, 3, and four. They've got one game left, which is on Thursday, Thursday night, October twenty yep. seventh. If you're listening to this because Ray posted it on time, uh, you might have time to get to the, you might have time to get to the game tonight.
3: So, I will also say about this matchup: if even if Texas wins or draws or whatever and wins the Big Twelve outright, uh, there's still seeding implications involved. You could either be a two-seed or a three-seed as they kick off Big 12 tournament play this Sunday down in Austin. So there that means
2: if we are if we finish two, then we wouldn't see Texas till the final.
3: Yeah, or three. I mean, we'd be on that side of the bracket anyways. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it would be one versus one and four, and four. Or two yeah. versus
2: three. Gotcha.
1: So, Ray, uh, good summary of TCU soccer, and you've also been following the volleyball team. How you I on?
3: have been. So, you know, of course, you know, we highlighted earlier their I can't say enough, that's a huge win for TCU Volleyball. This is a, a volleyball team that they're off to their best start in conference play since 2015. Um, they're looking to make the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2016, and a win, the win tonight almost – you don't want to take anything for granted, but it all but assures that TC will be going to the NCAA Volleyball Tournament. That's massive. That's uh, year, Especially for a first-year head coach. First-year head coach has completely uh, come in and turned around the program, revitalized He's great energy about him. Um,
2: who did who he replace? Jill? Jill Kramer? Yeah. I think it was right? Jill Kramer.
3: Yeah. Um One of the cool uh, stories is that I uh, learned being down at Waco because, you know, he's from Baylor, right? And so his daughter played with him at Waco, and then she graduated last year. She had a job lined up and uh, was all set to enter, you know, the next stage in, you know, her life, you know, the workforce. But that job kind uh, kind of fell through. They had a hiring freeze. And so Coach Williams was like, well, why don't you be a grad transfer and then come to TCU for a year? And she's just been absolutely massive for this team. She's, uh, she's incredible. Uh, Callie Williams is her name. So, yeah, yesterday I was out at practice um, with the Frogs uh, shooting a feature that I, uh, that aired earlier tonight on Frogs Today TV and kind of hanging out with the coaches. And the coaches have been great. You know, ever since, you know, I told you all the story a couple podcasts ago of me putting my foot in my mouth, talking about TCU volleyball, and I'm like, oh, I don't think they're that good or whatever at the beginning of the year to a couple of us unbeknownst to me assistant coaches. So they've been uh, they've been incredibly great since then. Very uh, you know, they've taken me in. They were showing me yesterday, like I walk into practice and there's just tape everywhere, all over the court. And so, Kyle, one of the assistant coaches, was taking me around, walking through, okay, why there's tape at each corner is this is for our servers. It's called getting the train back on the tracks where they can visualize the path that they want to serve. And then over on the side, they have a big video board, and it's kind of got an analytical breakdown of their opponent, along with video that they can show them. And so, they go, okay, you know... when they're in this rotation they're not strong on let's say the left side so if you're serving the ball you can kind of see visualize your flight path of the ball and your follow-through motion if you were trying to aim it to the left side to take advantage of that right they have a square at the very middle of the net on their side or whatever side you know they're they're on right and that's for whenever the balls hit back to them they What's called a pass? We call it probably a bump, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to bump it or pass it to that square for the setter, so the setter can run the offense from so there and set, and set and uh, set the outside hitters, right? Because you'll see them go like this, and they'll e- they'll either go one way or set it, and it'll go to the other side of the the net, you know, for their outside hitters to spike it, right? Thought that was really cool. Um. Another cool thing is, you know, I I knew nothing about volleyball uh going into it and just how many games within games there are cuz you know they rotate players. Like you you have to rotate around, you know, like whenever you're just playing beach volleyball or whatever. And so each rotation changes the matchup and where you're trying to locate the ball
1: on the court, right? That's the game within the game. That
3: is the game within the game. So, you know, a huge shout-out to TCU Volleyball. They've been great. I can't wait to uh, get back out there to cover some more practices, do some more features on them, and be out uh, at the rest of their home games as they
1: close out Big 12 play. And Very I bet nice. I they're a lot of fun to attend to. So for Man. fans and just to get out there, watch some fun. And It's it's a fast-paced It deal. is
3: fast-paced. It's high. It makes it's fun for, to watch. It I makes it
1: for great TikToks and Instagram
3: yeah, reels. Yeah, the team's good. Uh, I'll
2: watch for sure. So, all right, Ray, thanks for that. Um, yeah, that's cool. Good luck to uh, both of our lady squads, the soccer team and the volleyball team. All right, so let's uh, get back into football and close out this episode. Um, so West Virginia, boys, where do you want to start? Do um, you want to talk about – Hey, Let's just start with. Okay, um, go ahead. What do you got?
3: I'm glad it's an 11
1: a.m. kick. Yeah. Hey, how- can I say something real quick? Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. So we went to a West Virginia game uh, when they first moved to the Big 12. The first place that I saw the Hypnotoad was in the West Virginia stadium.
2: Interesting. So apparently it's from Futurama.
1: No, yeah, yeah no, I, it's, I it's know not. That. It's not from.
2: Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. it's from just, the
1: show, right? But. West Virginia was the first place that I saw them, and they played it against TCU.
2: Interesting. Hmm. So we... Uh, right?
1: Well, so I do not kill you makes you stronger. I yeah. don't know if anyone has brought that up, but that's the first place that I saw don't know
2: if That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought... So I thought it originated If we have accepted
1: from, it because we have owned it and now turned it into our own right. power, that makes, I'm fine yes. with yeah. that. It makes more sense for us to
2: use it's it. Like when, uh, <laughs> it's like when the... Uh, King of the North took the dragon and <laughs> brought it back to life for his own use. He is
1: now ours. <laughs> yeah, hypnotode
2: So I, I thought I thought it was just that Twitter account, uh, TCU Hypnotoad. You, I you didn't know it was from West Virginia. I didn't I'm, know. I'm so serious. no what, a, drama? what I, what I, I, what I wanted to
1: point you guys out to is look for it on the on the broadcast. Oh,
2: like they're trying to own us? Exactly. That's. I'm funny. curious
1: if they bring it back up because that's it's, interesting. It, it will not be the first time that they played that. Hmm. Okay. For, for field goals specifically, they don't play it to like ramp up the crowd like we do now. They play it when there's a field goal, they'll have it in the background. And it was like going, I, f- I feel like
3: we play ours during field goals. That was during the miss. It yeah. is what, yeah,
1: what I'm right. saying. Is the first
3: place I saw it, oh, was yeah. West okay, Virginia. got you, you it got against you. us. Yes,
1: so good, th-
4: good thing we score touchdowns, not field goals. <laughs> That's
3: right. <laughs> to finish my point, um. I'm just glad it's an 11 a.m. kick before the moonshine kicks in for West Virginia. You 100%. know, ha- Bro, Halloween weekend could get uh, uh, a little spooky out there.
2: I can tell you from my experience in West Virginia, them boys, okay, so game day started at like 7 a.m. out there, and them boys were already drunk. <laughs> they were still drunk. And me- that's Eastern time. I was going to say, so <laughs> So yeah, 11 o'clock kick, that makes, oh, Full it's a, oh, actually, okay, so it's a noon kick out there, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: They're there at 7 a.m.
2: Yeah. For sure. Moonshine um, but the and teams, eggs. But the thing is, when I was out there, West Virginia was ranked 20th in the country. Team sucks this year. They're bad. Down I don't, to, I don't you know. think they've ever been this bad. Why? Since, did, since so they've been in the I don't Big think they, so they,
1: You're right. They have never been this bad, yet they beat Baylor on Thursday night. Baylor sucks. Cool.
2: Baylor's not good either.
1: <laughs> just but throwing it out.
2: Relative, yeah, relative I, I mean, I feel what MK's the second saying. second best conference is, in the country.
1: It's so. just, West Virginia makes me nervous. We haven't won there in eight years. The teams
2: have sucked every year. 16, we sucked. 18, we sucked. 20, we sucked.
1: Was six we were we that bad in 16. sixteen. That was yeah, before that was Kenny Kennedy Hill went They, off, they were yeah. good.
2: They were West really Virginia good. West Virginia was really good and in And we were not good. Kenny Hill was getting benched against Iowa State at home that year. I think they
4: started like 10-0 and 0
2: that year. Yeah, we had no chance up there. We got routed. Yeah. And then 18, we were bad. 20, we were bad.
4: We won the first two times, but it was by like
1: yeah. one, one point.
2: So the, <laughs> last time, the last time we were good going to Morgantown was 2014. And yeah, that was a close game or whatever. But West Virginia was 20th in the country then.
1: So here's my big so. beef with stats of war, Parker. <laughs> I'm calling you out. Yeah, we're I'm looking. I'm him. looking at your your you know, college football graphs, advanced stats preview right now.
2: Yeah, same. We have
1: a win probability of 69%. Nice. nice. <laughs> projected points is 40 to 33. Why are we only projected a, I, I get I get. it's a touchdown, it's seven points, it's away, I get that. What's the spread? It's seven. It's and a half. seven. Yeah, seven But and if and they're half. that bad, shouldn't it be more than that?
2: So they're bad by Big 12 standards. But also, there's it, no bad team in the conference.
3: You have to take road into account that too. you take road so into you're account 10 points give or yeah. take yeah we'd be double digit favorite at home I, home I bet
2: we'd be about a nine and a half point favorite
3: i yeah, yeah. i think we'd be ten and a half because they had three well, i think four, it's more like
2: nine and a half That's brother
3: you're wrong <laughs> <laughs>
2: um okay so what does west virginia do well um they can stop the rush relatively well to the rest of their defense because they can't stop a pass to save their damn lives.
1: So this is the Kendra Miller game is what I'm hearing. I mean,
2: probably. <laughs> I mean, okay, so, like, that's the thing about these games. Like, you can kind of – these um, graphs that Parker puts together, they're awesome. to they kind of give you an idea. But if you go back to the K-State game, what does K-State do well? They stop you on third down. What did TCU do well in that game? They converted third downs. So it's just – More than 50%
1: of third downs. So, so the
2: thing is them. about these matchups or these graphs, right, they're only considering your past matchups. It's not factoring in the dynamics of this particular matchup. Right. If TCU and West Virginia had played 10 times already, then these stats would be incredibly informative. But it's styles makes fights kind of thing. So West Virginia, they have these stats against all the teams they played. TCU has these stats against all the teams they have played, but the two have never played together. So you don't really know how they're going to mesh up. Right.
4: And the computer doesn't take into account that West Virginia is talking about firing their head coach.
2: Yeah, Parker, yeah, well, you team, nerd. Yeah, Gary Patterson <laughs> has kept Neil Brown employed. Yeah. Parker, you yeah. you have been, <laughs> you have been <laughs> <now>. canceled,
1: <laughs> uh, not at all. No, no, they're uh, informative. No. But hey, how how, how what are the, what are the chances that uh, Neil Brown gets gets fired after, after this game? loss? It depends That's on how it game, goes. Probably not.
4: They, West Virginia yeah. doesn't fire coaches during the season,
2: and his buyout is still super high. I think it's like twenty it million. Matter. 20? D- that's billion. a high don't buyout, out. dude. That would like Seriously? the record.
4: Well, I know. I said that's it's a high
2: buyout. Than, yeah. I was saying, yeah, it's yeah, $20 exactly. million. I don't think
1: buyouts matter anymore. Yes, they
2: do. Somebody's um, got to pay for it.
1: That's more money than the entire state has. To, that's what I'm saying. Like, pay people.
2: Like, most yeah. state schools are super broke.
3: Like, I did like what Joel Klatt today Oklahoma's said. Broke. uh on the hard line, mm-hmm. he said, uh, "If you see the gas, uh, the price of gas go up by a dollar, just know Jimbo Fisher got uh, bought out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's not going anywhere. I think the record is what Gus Malzahn at like twenty seven million, yeah. and that was astronomical. Jimbo's
1: Jimbo's sticking around.
2: Jimbo's not going anywhere. I don't think Neil Brown really is either. But like another um,
1: reason
4: why I think TCU has struggled against teams like West Virginia and Iowa State in the past is because they played that three three five defense." and now we play the 335 defense so we, they probably see it a lot in it's practice true. so you know we probably have a better idea of how to attack that defense now
2: yeah we've never beaten neil brown which is kind of insane I, that ends this week man but you know that's
3: that's another thing that i love about this year with tcu football it's like they're on their revenge tour
2: right? i texted um i texted a mutual friend of ours and i said um tcu is is on watch for being on their Dirk run. <laughs> 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 they're The revenge year from Dude, 2014. They're just
3: going th- – you know, they've lost the last three years to so West Virginia. Yeah. Pretty which much it-
1: everybody but Tech and Baylor. Right. <laughs> From a Texas. selfish perspective, I really want TCU to be undefeated. Hosting tech, just destroyed the 82. Oh, that's got Put 82 a, on them. So, yes. if that mm.
2: happens, Joel Klatt said we're getting big noon Saturday. Yep. So 11 no, a.m. kick for, yeah. for uh, yeah.
1: TCU-Texas. Joel Texas. and Gus. Oh, Texas Tech. Yeah. yeah. They
2: said if TCU wins, they're coming to Fort Worth. Okay. So. All right. All they have a time. studio show, right?
3: Yeah, they do. I'll to check that out. Is Urban Meyer back on that?
2: Oh, God. He's
3: gonna be out at Varsity Friday. Oh my night. God, he
2: is. <laughs> God, hands where I can see him, Urban. My-
1: Host yeah. <laughs> him a Buffalo Bros. Let's yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> let's talk some ball with him. All right, so um, yeah, West Virginia. They don't defend the. Pa- they throw the ball well. Uh, JT Daniels, Sir quarterback. Um, they don't defend the pass and they throw the ball well. We don't defend the pass very well. Um, that's the biggest weakness on the team. Really, is defending the pass. So we're probably gonna see the ball in the air. A lot. Which means it's going to end up being a rush fest. Yeah, right? (laughs) Everybody's just going to run. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) A two-INT game for Bud Clark.
2: Let's go. Sure. Yeah, why not ask somebody we didn't touch on in the K-State. That dude's really good. He says he's still not healthy. What? Which is crazy, yeah. Imagine if we had a healthy Bud Clark. What (laughs) the score would have been. (laughs) We would have destroyed
1: you by 20. Yeah.
4: Well, we should have won by three touchdowns, like I said. We would last week. That that um, should have been an interception. Yeah, the first touchdown.
2: Yeah, that fr- we were all celebrating an interception. Yeah. There, right? so that was a hell of a catch. I'll <laughs> say that
4: he just snatched
2: it sure. out Josh Newton's. <laughs> should have been a pick. It was a good yeah. catch.
3: So I will say another thing that works in the Frog's favor, just uh, Googling the weather real quick. You know, that 2014 game was kind of, you know, you always get kind of some weird weather up there. Either it's really it cold. It was fucking miserable.
2: Let me tell you right now how the <laughs> was. I was living in it all. We, we were huddling up in the concourse at halftime, like group hug, to try to thaw out. So
3: it was for terrible. Saturday, high of 67, completely sunny, not a chance of rain. That's awesome. the sky. That's perfect. Kind of yep. feels like it's all coming together for this team this year.
1: Predictions? It's a special team. Uh we'll win by plus uh seven and a half or more.
2: Yeah, I think we cover. I, I I think uh I mean as long as we finally get to play a starter the whole against the whole, you know, if they play their starter the whole game. Um I don't see Jamoy <laughs> Hodge licking so his
1: chops so right now. <laughs> if they don't play JT Daniels, we might live <laughs> <I'm just
2: laughs> to I was like, I don't care who their backup is. I don't want to see him. I'll give me the guy we actually plan to play, and let's see what we do. But I don't think – the defense is too bad. Like, we just played two really good defenses, and we got off to slow starts. I don't see that happening. I agree. Um, I think we take care of business. I think I think we're scoring around, you know, 45-48 in this game, and they're scoring, I don't know, 31. So, give me 45-31, two I, touchdowns.
1: I actually think it's going to be more boring than that. Okay. I'm, I'm going 31-21. to 21. I mean, Very
2: well could be if, if they defend the rush – you know.
1: I just think it's gonna be slower. It's an eleven o'clock game, twelve o'clock obviously on Eastern time. We got an extra hour of sleep. That's awesome. Um I, I think that when you look at a big twelve quote unquote blowout, I think you know, you, you show up to these games, and then all of a sudden it takes an a quarter and a half for people to wake up. So
2: Could be. Very well could be. I think that's gonna be a bigger problem for them actually. I mean they just got manhandled by tech last week.
4: I think it's more
2: so we're going to be the team this week that's on time for practice, paying attention in meetings. You know, they're, the, they're going to be the ones falling asleep during film, you know, things like that. They're more checked out than we are. I did see the obviously.
1: boys. I did see the boys out there at uh, five forty-five a.m. They're showing up to practice. Right. You know, um, they're at the stadium. Yeah, Sunny.
2: Sunny so. Dykes has been talking about how sharp practices have been, and you know, the guys are super focused. He doesn't sense a letdown coming up. <laughs> you know, I hate
3: so. you know. Speaking of you saying that, that me. I don't think they're going to have, you know, the narrative of the Sonny Dykes' second half letdown.
2: So I, I think talk this about team's it? too so talented. Are, we ta- are we talking about that right now? Yeah. Do you have, do you have well? Hey, My suspicion is is that SME just played all their hard games late in the year. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so,
1: so here's a stat that is meaningless. Um, Sonny Dykes has never been above 500 in the month of November.
2: Yeah, he's been on. I think he was been, at Louisiana Tech.
1: I'm talking about head coach. Well, the he was
2: so a head coach, coach there. T- All right, dude. Do your research. Yeah. am <laughs> <I'm
1: Sultan> t- <laughs> Got you, yeah. Cal. You've been
2: statinated, <laughs>
1: Cal. SMU. SMU. He has not been over 500.
2: Yeah, but he was coaching at Cal and SMU.
1: He was also yeah. playing <laughs> some really bad teams. Right. Okay. So the biggest get on that is probably SMU when they went. What was like? They they had a couple last of last year. Seasons. They
3: were like seven and zero.
1: Exactly. Going into November, and then they went two oh, and no, two. We're seven and zero.
2: Uh oh. Yeah, but we're not SMU. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we like have way more like, talent. Teams like uh-huh. SMU that can't recruit. Yeah, they don't. Once you have some injuries, you can't overcome that.
4: Yeah, and they usually play like Houston, Lay, uh, Central Florida. If they ever, if they even play. Yeah. There. Um. Who,
2: Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Memphis. Yeah. They lost to Memphis last year. They, they th- play, those, they play those... their good teams the so year.
3: So can I tell y'all a story about this team, right? And so I was uh, walking one of the players from. Uh, the football locker room over to the frogs today, set, and he was telling me, uh, you know, this is the healthiest I've I've ever been at this point in the year. You know, the nutrition that they give them, you know, the strength and can all all what Kaz is doing, their yeah. recovery methods. Well, they're if actually lifting
2: weights now. That's yeah, that's important for football. And
3: they get them in ice baths all the time. Uh, their nutrition's on point. Yeah,
2: I, and we'll talk. I mean. You see some of that in um Carter boys and we can talk mm-hmm. about that more next week but it's pretty amazing the technology that goes in with tracking you know performance and health It's pretty cool. Yeah, All right,
4: this is definitely the healthiest team that I've seen since at least 2014. Despite
2: sure. that we're on our backup quarterback, we lost <laughs> well, a starting the linebacker. Chandler's
4: healthy, right? Chandler's healthy. I know. Yeah, yeah. he's and uh He just got know, Wally they, pipped. There's a lot of talk about um you know, we're thin at linebacker, but we were already thin at linebacker. Yeah, exactly. Like, we came into the season thin at linebacker. We're,
2: and we're thin in the secondary, too, and then Bud Clark gets hurt, and Abe Kamara steps up. That's, what, really good. that's what good teams do. Yeah. That's what good teams do. And if you're K-State and you're recruiting, like, eighth or ninth in the conference, you have some injuries, well, guess what? You're K-State. You're going to lose. It's what this so, team- don't cry to me about your injuries. Recruit better. There were some fans on Twitter saying that. He's like, our shitty recruiting lost us this game. <laughs>
4: we'll do it, do it better. yeah, yeah, just be better, yeah exactly. It's, so well, I think it's because Kansas State, when they're good, they usually have like fifth or sixth year guys, but now yeah. everybody has fifth or sixth year guys. right, so
2: mm-hmm. takes away that so now yeah. it's Battle of who recruited, right um, Any closing thoughts, guys, or what else Martin
4: what's your final score prediction? Um, so I think TCU controls the game. I think it's going to be a low, lower scoring game. I think TCU wins 28 to 24 because West Virginia scores like a lucky touchdown. Oh. To garbage time. Garbage time touchdown.
3: So I've got slightly higher than you. I think Will Crowder comes in and lights TCU up.
4: Oh, fuck. Who's that? It's
3: their back- back-up, backup quarterback. Yeah, that just now, Backup oh, <laughs> oh, quarterback, the, West Virginia. It's the Will Crowder game. <laughs> yeah. TCU squeaks one out 41 yeah. 37. I already said 31 21. Lower scoring Man, than expected.
2: I think this is Big Chill Saturday. We're just going to roll, roll toad.
1: So, but. when you hear this, uh, TCU Baseball has a game on Thursday at 3 yep. p.m. It's free. Show up to Lupton Stadium. It's free. They're playing McLennan. Sneak uh, some beers in. If I quit
2: my job tomorrow at lunch, I will be there. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll guys will have to tell me how it went. That's the see only you time there. you're going to see him in football. <laughs> yeah.
3: Come do the double dip with me. You know, I'm going to watch baseball I'll be at 3 p.m. Of the and then by the time
2: soccer starts. And then
1: soccer tomorrow night. Baseball. Follow it up with soccer right afterwards. They they have their last home game against Texas Tech. It's the last Big 12 game before they start the Big 12 tournament on Sunday. Sunday.
2: Alright, sounds good boys. Uh,
1: any other any final thoughts before we head out of here?
2: Clean this thing up a little bit, anything we missed?
1: Grab your drinks, fellas. Go frogs. Go frogs.
2: Go. Stop the recording. I got I got some off the record shit I gotta air out.